Coming up, our favorite parks outside of the Orlando area. Welcome to the CWDW Near and Far podcast, where we explore perspectives of the Walt Disney World Resort from 10 to 1,000 miles away. I am Mike the Far in this equation. And I'm John the Near. All right. Today, we are going to talk about parks, you know, a little bit outside of the um, Orlando area or maybe 1,000 miles outside the Orlando area. We'll have to wait and see. But first, John, how did your weekend of parks go? Well, this week, I only went to the parks once, but kind of went twice. Um, I didn't go, but my wife and daughter made it to uh, Universal on Tuesday. And I was supposed to go, but I had a dentist appointment at 4.30, and the parks closed at 7. And I didn't make it, but I do have some... uh, I do have some pictures of this year's uh, holiday decorations, the tribute store, that kind of thing. But we'll start out on Sunday, though. I went to Walt Disney World, and I decided, uh, after we talked last week, I decided I wanted to check and see if any of the Christmas stuff was up at the resorts, because I know the gingerbread carousel was up. So I parked at Hollywood Studios, and from there, I decided that uh, I need the exercise, so I took the walking path um, over to Epcot, because I actually had an Epcot reservation, and the first place I went was the boardwalk, and unfortunately, though, the boardwalk did not have any of their Christmas stuff up. They didn't have the tree. They didn't have the gingerbread house. And I just saw today on uh, WDWN News Today that the tree and everything is up now. So I must have just missed it. Well, I missed it by a few days. So, but that's okay. Like I said, I mainly went for the exercise. Um and it's always nice to walk. It was a beautiful day. It was probably like in the upper 60s, low 70s. So, I mean, if, if ever you're going to uh, take that long walk, that's the day to do it. So I didn't mind that at all. So I went in the International Gateway, saw Daisy Duck back there in her chef's costume. I thought that was a pretty cool one. Um. I noticed going by um, a popcorn bucket. I don't know if you saw these yet. These actually, they're metal, and you wind them up, and they're like a music box popcorn. And I guess they play a song from Disneyland, like a parade from Disneyland or something. I've never been to Disneyland, so I don't know, but that's what somebody had said. 
What's it called? Anyway, like what what is the actual theme of the I mean, I understand what you just described the theme, but what do they call the actual popcorn Musical, Musical holiday. holiday. Premium bucket. Huh. And this and this one is actually metal, which I thought was pretty cool. Um I wasn't a hundred percent sure and uh well uh, we'll we'll get to that in a little bit. I I uh basically I walked all the way up and rode Spaceship Earth because it was Spaceship Earth Sunday, so I just had to do it. And then on the way out of out of there, I, I walked by and saw the popcorn bucket again, and I thought to myself, I I don't really even need to ask, but, you know, would my wife like this? Yeah. And uh, ended up getting it, and, you know, of course she did like it and want it. So she probably wants all of them if I can get it. If I would get it. But, um, I... Um, it's definitely yeah. There's different scenes with you know the Fab Five characters and stuff that spin around as it plays. But here's the thing: I bought two of them because I have not done a giveaway in a long time on my social oh, media, yeah. mm-hmm. and I was going to do it today. But of course, work has me bogged down and stuff. I think I'm going to do it maybe Monday. Um, and again, I'm not going to make anyone jump through hoops, but. Um, I did ask a social media guy if giveaways were okay because I haven't done them in months because I heard that um, Instagram considers it like spam and your account can be, I guess they call it throttled, meaning they'll like uh, put a slowdown on it because it's uh, they don't like giveaways. But he said in this particular case, this would be okay because... I'm not doing anything weird. He said the giveaways that don't do that, that, that Instagram flags are ones like if you're giving away a thousand dollar gift card or a a laptop computer, he said, what happens is people from all over jump on stuff like that, trying to get it. So you might get like a thousand new people from India all trying to get this thing. And, and, and that's a red flag to, Instagram. And if you tell somebody to repost something, that's a red flag too. Like if you said, oh, share this in order to be, get it. It's like, they don't like that kind of thing. Like, I guess there's too many scams that go along with activity like that. But if I just give it away, which is what I plan to do, I'm going to basically comment and then I'm going to use a random, uh, a random, uh, picking app there's apps that actually you put in the url and even if there's ten thousand comments it will go through all of them and give you one so that is really cool that's that's a great giveaway right there and i bet you those things just won't last long so you know yeah and even if they do i mean if somebody can't get out but i don't think they're gonna last long though because again it's all metal too no. they're really pretty so I'm and and surprised. it spins when you play something right it has the scenes or something yeah like that, yeah right? i have one in the other room but you wouldn't be able to see it good basically underneath you twist it just like oh. a music box and then and then this part here the inside spins around and it's different scenes from uh you know, Disney 
Or Christmas scenes from Disney stuff. Yeah, that's great. That is really cool. What a clever popcorn bucket. Man, they they bombed, I think, with the pass holder popcorn bucket. And I know you got it, but I mean, I you guys one. collect it. But I, I think that this one, that one's really clever. They did a great job with that. I, I love that's probably one of the best ones I've seen yet. Well, now you're making me feel bad. I can't. No, there's no. Why would you feel bad? That's. Uh, um, I give it to I'm you just, instead. No, 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 no. You give it. You give it away. <laughs> but I, I think it's really that's really clever. I think that's a great idea. And you know, when yeah, when Disney, you get it, it'd be uh, way past Christmas. Right? Yeah. Well, that's what I was gonna say. That, but I mean, you know, when Disney does stupid things or things that we don't like we're sure critical of them but when they do really cool things hey they deserve all the credit in the world and that's really cool yeah i definitely like it yeah. i'm uh i i i thought it was a really good one and uh here's here's a duck i saw while i was waiting in line <laughs> he was right next to the popcorn bucket line and i think he's looking for popcorn so let me tell you, one of my concepts that I thought about, you know, we we pitch, you and I pitch ideas uh, as to what we should talk about. And one of the things that I didn't mention for an idea is animal encounters at Disney World. Oh, yeah. I get a lot of them. Yeah. <laughs> but they're all, all right. pretty nice. I was going to yeah. say, I, you know. Here's here's on the walking path more animal encounters. There's, There's a bird one. up there, another bird, different kind of bird there, and then a duck down there. I'm like, hmm. Man, we could have done that for this. We could have done animal encounters, but uh, yeah, we'll have to that, keep that one filed away for for some other time. Yeah, we'll have to embellish a little bit when the duck <laughs> attacked me. <laughs> I've already had squirrels that really did seem like they were gunners. So. Yeah, I've had I've had birds that um, got a way up in my personal space. So yeah, we could talk about that at some point. Yeah, so I walked all the way to Spaceship Earth, rode that, got two popcorn buckets. Now I have one around my neck and one in my backpack. And <laughs> I'm making loud clinking noises as I'm walking all the way back to Hollywood Studios. But mm -hmm. I stopped to get. Um, look at the gingerbread carousel and <clears throat> I honestly didn't think it was as elaborate as it usually is at least not to me like these are nice horses but like I think last year the whole theme was Little Mermaid and there huh. was very very detailed <clears throat> well and these, these aren't bad but what is the uh What's the overall theme other than just? Oh, I think it's just princesses. Like, like there's Tiana. Okay. There's Elsa, Snow White. Okay. I I, I do like that part, like that little castle up there, and I like yeah. the way they make it look a little bit less perfect too. Like yeah. It almost yeah. looks like it's a. It looks really looks like candy, like the roof line and stuff. Like they, they did a good job with that, but. Yeah, it's just some princesses. That that's it. Not and, and again, last year I think it was uh, under the sea themed, where they put some cool extras in there. Like I re I remember zooming in and seeing some really cool special things. Yeah, this one's good, but 
I I don't feel like it was quite as elaborate as uh, last year. So then I walked back to my car first to put the popcorn buckets away. And then I went to um, Hollywood Studios. I was going to say I love the angle of uh, the uh, Tower of Terror from The Walking Path. You know, I always yeah. thought that's a really unique one, framed by um, so framed by a pine tree. You know, it's like I've never seen this picture before, except when I took it. So I like mm -hmm. ones like that. So uh, Hollywood Studios is decorated for Christmas. I was trying to figure out how to zoom in better to see, you know, that's, he's blurry, but that's Mickey uh, on top of the crossroads of the world. So it's far away. But all the decorations were up. Um, the one thing I noticed that I thought was kind of weird, um, Gertie did not have the, last year she had a glowing yeah. ornament in her mouth with a 50 on it. And that made for some great pictures. Like I was getting pictures of Gertie with the glowing ornament, her eyes glowing, and then the tree in the background. I was like, that was some of my favorite pictures. The ornament's not there anymore. So hmm. I thought that was a little bit weird. Yeah. Like, again, it's fine, but I wonder if they lost it or something because it's still the 50th. Uh either they're broken or something maybe it maybe it fell when they tried to hang it up or something yeah they might have they might have just lost it yeah. but yeah I, I i do like this tree too it, it's, mm -hmm. it's a nice one can't see it too good but they even have Santa face decorations on it that's reminds me uh <clears throat> like an old time christmas tree and I saw Chip and Dale out in their outfits doing stuff again. Now they're dressed in Christmas outfits. So. Mm, not doing the picnic thing. Now they're in Christmas outfits. Yep. And they also have uh, Toy Story. They uh, decorated that. Like you can see he has his little Christmas ears on, Rex. Okay. Yeah. And. And when the when the things go by, it plays like a, a Santa sleigh bell sound. It goes, mm -hmm. it jingles as it goes by. So that I think I remember nice. that last year. Was that didn't they do that last year too? Oh, they've done it for years, but I don't think they did it last year. I think mm -hmm. 2019 was probably the last time they turned those on. But. Okay. And here's a point I wanted to make. Um, Tower of Terror, 115 minutes. Uh, rock and Roller Coaster, 80. Slinky Dog Dash, 90. And here's my, my big point. Rise mm. of the Resistance, 75. What? Yeah. What? It's like, that's... Uh, I, I, I don't think Disney will get the message, but no. I would like to say, um, you know, it, it would not surprise me at all if... Every, every everybody has revisionist history where it wouldn't surprise me at all when they close when they change Tower of Terror and then everybody will say, well, no, there was never a line there, so they, you know, they had to do. It. It's like that's what they tell me with great movie ride. It's like, 
as somebody who enjoyed that ride, I know that's not true because I tried to ride it every time. And most of the time it was too, the line was so long that nobody wanted to wait through that movie. So that, yeah. that many times it would drive me insane. So it never got low enough for me. Anyway, I'm sure uh, Disney does not use logic at all, but 115 minute, 80, 90 for a simple coaster and their most elaborate state-of-the-art touchy ride is 75 and 30 minutes that's one of the lower weights around the park the uh, smugglers run you can always mm -hmm. get up that. <clears throat> but again galaxy's edge is not that impressive considering this this cost a billion dollars i think they said it's like that's a lot of money we, and, we could even go further and talk about you know how bad the um star wars hotel has been doing lately it's been all over the news right i know so, i don't even think we need to mention it it's yeah. just it's basically a running joke with everybody saying and everybody knew that was going to happen yeah it, it was it just yeah. didn't sound that great but i always say too um my wife was supposed to work in that hotel mm. like like as part of the cosmetology team and she was going to uh there, there were going to be special places in there where part of the experience would be that you can change your hairstyle and add prosthetics to make yourself look alien as part of the overall theme of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like imagine you're at Star Wars and your makeup and hair and maybe even add some extra stuff that looks kind of realistic that you really do become one of the characters because you're you try to look as not human as possible because that's part of the fun you know it's like you're an alien now you're something you know they'll make up what mm -hmm. you are but and and uh you know after covid um i i i told this story before my wife's uh former boss who was laid off too like they just canned the whole department got a call from the people at lucas films that they needed to have a meeting about the star cruiser about their you know their part in it and he was like oh i don't i i don't work there anymore i was laid off and he was like oh oh i'm sorry about that you know i was like he literally called him they didn't even tell the people at Lucas. They didn't they, even know. They did that. So that's the kind of crap that goes on in the background that, like a lot of things, I'm not saying that would have saved it, but it sure would have made it a little more exciting, at least I think. You know what I mean? Like I think come so. Come up with custom ways to have people make you look not like a Florida tourist, you know? Like give you some kind of look that's safe yeah. and effective to make you look make it feel cool but that's what they here. did they they basically just um did away with experiences just huh? like they did in galaxy's edge and they still kept the same price so Surprise, it was like you know, i didn't see a value and yeah your stylist on board <laughs> yeah. he, he probably would have <laughs> given your wife like a couple rubber bands and said go do it or something you know <laughs> No, but she actually did stuff like that. They used they used to do a thing called the what was it like Disney Couture or something like that, where they would 
do your hair and makeup in in a cosplay fashion to make you look like a character to make you just a cosplay look like you're not supposed to look like them but you're supposed to look like you are of their in their world like you know remind people of it like and it was basically a free for all of creativity it's like people mm. would do it and you know, my wife used to take pictures of, of the ones when she was done. And man, some of them are really cool. So again, a little bit of uh, homework and research that could have been really cool for Star Wars. But again, cancel, cancel, cancel. I don't know why it's not good. It's like, I could yeah. think of a lot of reasons, probably. But, and that's not the only one. That's the only little teeny part that I know about as being yeah. the only involvement I had in it. But anyway, Disney's classic rides of uh, Tower of Terror are still beating all of their new stuff. And uh, what was uh, oh, Runaway Railway? 55 seems to be pretty standard there. It's new enough that all these tourists haven't ridden it yet. I guarantee that you know a couple more years, that's going to be the walk-on one that if, if it was a five or 10 minute wait, I would ride it. And the last time I did, it literally was a walk on. I was there late later at night. There was no line at all. I walked right into it. it was, and again, I, that's I, fine for that, but they could have kept the great movie ride for uh, it would have maintained a longer ride. So. I tend to agree with you hundred percent on that. That I don't think that's the kind of ride that's going to have longevity as far as, you know, not, not and, like tower of terror. And here's another popcorn bucket that I didn't buy. Oh. It's uh, Happy Holidays with the toys with Buzz and Woody. I don't even Damn. know where the popcorn goes. It just looks like yeah. a plastic. But again, that thing I looks did... huge, man. It looks massive. Yeah, I did not buy that one. But I did see it. And I was like, well, that's interesting. Oh. And then I wanted to get a picture of this uh, of this pig because it was you know had its christmas hat on stuff i couldn't get it though because there was um there were disney employees there i don't have a good shot of them i just had my camera on going by there were two guys and a girl and they were management types and they were talking about taking pictures and the two guys were trying to jump in the air and get it just right and this and that and i'm like they're standing out there in the middle of the day, and you, you can see the garbage pickup thing there. I guess she doesn't need that because they mostly leave, leave that go now anyway. But anyway, they're out in the middle of the crowd blocking things. <laughs> I can't even, t I just wanted a picture, and I'm like, I literally have higher up Disney employees taking pictures of themselves <laughs> in front of stuff in the middle of the day, in the middle of all the guests. I'm like, I mean, again, six were, flags. Six yeah. flags. They were not low-level employees. They were uh, higher up. And again, Disney found recently that giving young people like in their 20s, they can give them titles instead of money, and they'll do the same job that a 40- and 50-year-olds used to do, but they wanted to be paid for it. You know, it's like now they're like, we're not going to pay you, but now you're the leader. And it's like, ooh, cool, so I'm the leader. It's like, yep. <laughs> We're not really going to pay you much more. It's going to be pretty similar, but they're like, I'm all right with that. That's cool. Me and my 25 roommates will be fine. We each pay $50 a month towards the rent. It's like, it's like, yeah, that's uh Disney 
they're scamming everybody with that stuff too you know it's not a good it's not oh, a good worry, thing man. they're building Again, more they're, housing for what they they oh, claim yeah, they're, they're building, building for for low income what they're building yeah. for is for more college kids is what they're well doing. no people people are saying that that that's like the modern version of the company store they pay it yeah. just enough that they take the rest of your money for food and shelter and so you're just stuck there forever. You're prop. You're you are the property after a while. But that's that's what Disney's setting up out there. Yeah. yeah. But again, I don't work for them, so I'm not worried about it. But I think I don't know if these are new or not. I don't remember these stars. I don't remember them out. either. You no, know, they're like gold and silver with white lights. They have them all over now. They're 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 nice. I just don't remember those particular ones. And and I decided to go up uh, Sunset Boulevard. And I always oh no that's uh, Hollywood Boulevard there. But you can get a look, you know, with all the stars going up the street and stuff. And you know one thing I noticed, you know, the dancing like they look like. Uh, mini mouse m&ms almost like the ones that are kicking in the window those weren't there hmm. so that's that's new and like i said gertie is missing her ornament from last year and here's hollywood boulevard i love this time of day it's so pretty walking up hollywood boulevard it's not quite dark yet, but it's dark enough that the lights started to look good. Mm -hmm. And this was around six o'clock. And I think I took here it's six o'clock and this is the line for Fantasmic. It goes and it goes and it goes and again, that's not even that bad of a line, but it's over two hours until it even starts. Oh, good. So Jeez. I'll give you a spoiler. I didn't see Fantasmic. I'm sure you I, didn't. Two, I wouldn't two see hours, it either. Like two hours so I can watch Water Spray and say, Mickey Mouse, remember your imagination. Yeah, it's like that I, is and absolutely again, ridiculous. I like Fantasmic, I do, but I don't I love, love it. it enough to spend to dedicate hours and hours to it. It's like I could go watch a YouTube video of it right now, and it's probably a better view anyway. I'm just not that blows my do, mind. I wouldn't do that for it. I just wouldn't. I love that show. That's my favorite show at Disney. You know that. I've been vocal about that. I would not wait in that line for it. No way. Uh, no yeah. way. Two hours before the show. Are you yeah. kidding me? That is absolutely insane. I don't understand what those people, what goes through people's heads. I don't know. I don't get it. I just yeah, don't that's, understand that is it. Just, that's just an awful lot. Ah. But I went, then I went back to Echo Lake again for the tree lighting ceremony. And it's not really, it's, it's like a news announcer talking about it. And then Mi Mickey Mouse counts down and then they turn on the lights. It's nothing. It's all just audio, really, you know, yeah. so it's not that exciting. But I basically went there to see the tree lit up. So I definitely decided that I'm going to do it because that's. And, uh, 
you know, this area too, it's funny. They call it Echo Lake. And around Christmas, I always remember why the music, the Christmas music just seems to echo right through it, which is a really nice effect. You know, it's, Mm -hmm. it's just a really, I think this is my favorite place. If you're ever just going to like sit on a bench and enjoy the atmosphere around the, around the holidays at, uh, Although I don't know why they're training me to say holidays too. I don't know what holiday it is. It seems looks like Christmas to me, but yeah, they keep calling like it ho- holidays, and they put Christmas trees and Christmas lights and Christmas mm-hmm. presents and Christmas Mickey, and then they call it holiday. I'm like, I don't know. I don't really care personally, one way or the other. But I, like I said, I'm a, I'm a uh, realist. I'm not. I don't care if it's holiday or Christmas, but it sure as heck looks like Christmas to me, just being uh, logical. I'm like, you mean Christmas? Because everything you do has Christmas all over it, but you call it holiday. <laughs> it's like, well, what other holiday you seeing in here? I don't see it. But. If you called it, um, if you called it uh, <laughs> Christmas, there'd probably be a five-hour line that formed just to see it, you know? <laughs> But I can't. Notice, I still can't believe that. Yeah, but notice here, though. See the snow. Yeah. I was gonna tell you, you can go to Hollywood Studios and enjoy snow without paying. You know, like I'm doing three hundred dollars to watch it snow on Main Street for five minutes during the parade. It's like you can do it for. I can do it for free at Hollywood Studios, and <laughs> I really like that. I walk up and the snow's blowing and the lights and really just pretty atmosphere you know so again to get away with something cheap if you're going to disney you don't want to spend an additional 160 dollars per person to be at a crowded party spend some time here you'll get some christmas out of it at least with that snope coming down and i mean just avoid the 10-hour line that's getting into phantasmic so yeah, I just don't know. What are people thinking when they think back on their vacation? Going, ah, oh, remember how great Fantasmic was? I'd be like, I, I, I remember I, standing there for hours wondering why I'm even here. Like, just, I don't know. I, I, I Disney's changing. The mindset of things like that is changing, and I'm my brain's not changing. I'm like, how, why would I do that? But, I just, it's so shocking to me that someone would wait in line to see it a show that is that old you know I, I and it's a it's a great show i mean i love it but i wouldn't wait in that line that's just crazy two hours you could be enjoying the park and doing some of the things you talked about go to the frozen sing-along go see something i, you know? I told my I mean, wife about that so did you I'm sure we'll, be going, we'll, we'll probably end up going there but uh, yeah that's good anyway i did not go to universal for christmas and of course my wife and daughter went and they said oh it's empty like look at the look at the lines they're getting in it's like they said oh it's not even that crowded it's great you know like this gives you an idea of the the crowd level around the park it's oh no that's the characters walking by from one of the from one of the parades (laughs) I don't know what that's from. They might, they're all going somewhere. Huh. Yeah, see, I wasn't there, but... Yeah, a lot of characters walking by in the street. Anyway, we went to the 
they went to the tribute store and universal does such an unbelievably good job of this every every single time they have a tribute store i i can't remember the last time it was disappointing in any way and to the amount of time that they spend on this stuff considering it's temporary you know like they literally they literally go into such detail in wow. in the, in the store and they do it for mardi gras they do it for christmas they do it for halloween they do it just for summer they like made one up it's like and again you know the the one they did in the summer had the et room the jaws and this the jaws one had a, a a pot of boiling water look like you're in a cabin there's steam coming out there's a window you're looking out at the ocean and i'm like they do all this for a store i'm like Disney doesn't even do that for their rides anymore. It's like they mm -hmm. do it for a store, just temporary. So, and the one Disney bus driver on on uh, was telling me the same thing. He's like, I can think of a park that doesn't even go this far for attractions anymore, let <laughs> alone a store. And yeah, it it's it's just amazing what they what they do. That's Draco doll. But anyway, yeah, I, I won't get too deep into the store. But yeah, they even have a Whoville part. Wow. I mean, there's just so much. You can get take your picture with the Grinch <laughs> holding up his book. But um, yeah, and uh, again, it's hard to see exactly, but just look at this detail. Like, it's yeah. just so much stuff going on in there. Yeah, Earl the Squirrel. It's like, it's uh, really cool. But anyway, one of the things I wanted to mention as a side note while we're in here, um, I, I, or I should say my daughter booked a VIP tour for the holidays for my wife, my, my, my daughter and me. And I heard about it and I thought it was pretty cool. $79.99 per person, but I get a 15% off because I'm a pass holder. And it includes a, a meet and greet with the Grinch, his dog Max, reserved seatings for the Grinchman's uh, holiday spectacular. That's like a show you normally have to wait in line to see because again, it's popular. I get small plates of hoo hash, cookies, chicken and waffles, popcorn, shrimp, non-alcoholic beverages, all at the Circus McGurkis Cafe. And again, I think that's uh, after that park is closed too. <laughs> Private meeting with Santa. You know that's great. Um, priority access to one uh, attraction, and. I heard a, a person that I follow went on this, and and she got the uh, Jimmy Fallon ride as as the attraction. But she didn't just ride it; they went in the building. They took her up to the second floor, out where she could look over the park and stuff like that. Because there's only eleven people in the group, so they do more than just the ride. You get to do, and then an after-hours showing of the magic 
of Christmas on Hogwarts Castle. That's the projection show for the holidays on the castle. Mm -hmm. Another one that's so hard to see. And and uh, from what from what she had said in her post, she she was in uh, Hogsmeade with just the tour group. So that's pretty rare to be in Hogsmeade without wall-to-wall people. And yeah. And in uh, Zeus Landing, too. You're there, and it's empty, and you can take pictures and video, and it's empty. That alone, I was like, oh, I, I need to do that. That is so cool, you know? But think about it. $79.99, you get to eat all you want of chicken and waffles, hoo hash, popcorn, shrimp. So basically, you can eat, get your fill of that stuff, which for me is more than enough, and you get um special seating behind the scenes stuff you, it, like 79.99 when i saw that i told my daughter and she's like I, I i said i hope they don't look at disney stuff because disney would be like 500 dollars yeah. per hour absolutely 100 like, percent. so anyway i'm excited to do do this i think i have it for the 12th it's a five hour vip experience Five wow. hours for seventy nine dollars. I'm like, what is that? Like four dollars an hour? I'm like, what? What? So that is amazing. Now, for people like you, who are not pass holders, you have to have a ticket. Mm-hmm. Like that doesn't include the ticket. You get, you need to have a ticket to both parks. Like that's not. I see. Yeah. Because otherwise, everybody would buy this just to be able to get into the parks. Because it's cheaper than a ticket, you know. So this yeah. is an add on. Yeah. So for me, I have a pass. I don't have to worry about it. But I'm excited to do this, and of course, this could be. This will be a topic on our show. I'm sure that like we could talk about how awesome that is. But the the reason that I bought it though was they came out with another one, uh, Mardi Gras float ride and dine experience. They just announced this like a day or two ago. And this one is $64.99. And again, I get 15% off. And it includes a three-course meal, meaning appetizer, main course, and dessert at one of these restaurants is included in the price. And you are guaranteed a spot on a parade float, meaning I get to throw the beads out, which you can do that without doing this, but it's not the easiest thing to do. It it always seems to elude me. Like by the time I look at it, it's like, oh, they're all gone. You know, you need to do this and be in this queue and wait. As soon as they announce it, you need to put your name in. And I'm like, you know, I'm not, I'm never going to jump through any hoops to do anything. So it's like, but for me, $64.99 minus 15%. I I chose Finnegan's because I never ate there, but I always hear how good the food is. It you would probably wouldn't spend sixty four ninety nine, but you probably could spend close to that per person on a meal alone. So again, I jumped on this just because now I know that my wife, daughter, and me are all going to uh, we are all going to be throwing out beads at, at least one Mardi Gras parade and i oh i've been wanting to do that since i moved here so very cool. i'm very excited about that one too and that's not till february though but it's probably sold out already because even i wanted to do it earlier the better the first week was already sold out and she bought them immediately when they came out so 
Very cool. Anyway, I wanted to mention that um, while I'm talking about universal things coming up. So, yeah, then they watch the holiday, Macy's holiday parade. And I just wanted to mention, too, at Universal, you can see this parade every night <clears throat> for free. There's no uh, there's no add-on to it like at Disney. At Disney, you're not getting much unless you pay them extra. So you get the parade, the... Uh, the uh, the Grinch show, the Christmas show they have over at Islands of Adventure, that's included as well. And, you know, the all the meet and greets and stuff. The Grinch is a virtual meet and greet now. and He's there all the time. But, you know, the line would get so big that they couldn't accommodate a standby because it would get crazy. So they do a virtual queue for him. But, you know, this is a really good parade. These these giant balloons are, are always amazing. And, you know, all the floats are really nice. <clears throat> to, to see those balloons in person, they're very impressive. And again, I was at the dentist during this, and I told my wife and daughter, don't worry, when I get there, it'll be unusually crowded in the most part <laughs> anyone's seen it. I don't ever seem to hit the things with good timing. And again, I didn't want to cancel my dentist appointment. It was the second part to other stuff I had done. So it's like, but I, I mean, I wanted to cancel it, but I didn't cancel it. It, it anyway. looks like it, at least there's enough space there for the crowds to see the parade. I'm like, you know, at Disney, they're lining up like hours in advance just to see you yeah. know, the parade. And you can't, you know, good luck trying to get any good view. You can advance if you'd like to actually see it. <laughs> yeah. Great. So, no. but, but yeah, there's so many places to see it. And uh, yeah, you, you can see it basically wherever you are. You, you can see this parade from all over, which is what I feel like I used to be able to do at Disney, too. But lately... Yeah. Yeah. I just can't even move near it. And they do the snow, the snow there too. And they have a giant Christmas tree there. They do the snow. That's cool. But anyway, I just, that that's about all I have for the parks. But since uh, if, if you ever make it here around Christmas again, this would definitely be something unique for you to see. So universal at christmas and you could probably do a lot of it in a day so maybe you'll have to come down for a day trip yeah that would be really fun i mean it, it just looks fantastic especially that parade you know it, it's like a mini macy's parade i've been to the big macy's parade in new york city when i was younger um and you know this thing it actually looks like you don't have any lip syncing boy bands on floats or anything like that. So, <laughs> you know, I, I really dig that. I like the floats, you know, or the, um, the balloons and everything. It's cool. Yeah, it is a great, it is a great parade. And like I said, for people who live around here too, I think they like universal more and more as time goes on. Cause they're like, I can't even afford to go see the Disney Christmas stuff because they, they charge so, so much. But my annual pass at Universal includes all the Christmas, too. It's like 
Awesome. Yeah, c- cutting out that mm-hmm. annual pass program sure seems to make Universal the uh, de facto locals park. You know what I mean? And I say it on every podcast, but uh, Epic Universe is coming. Yep. Yep, and sure is. I think it's going to change things up greatly. So I really well, you, I also didn't see any employees like standing in front of things, taking pictures of each other. Like oh, you just the weird, described the over weird there. Thing is you know? The uh, Universal still seems, their employees seem to have a lot of pride in their place of work. Not all of them, of course, but that's more the common than not. So, because I know. You know, my daughter has a lot of friends that are and Universal team members too, and uh, none of them have any interest in working at Disney ever. And they love that park and they want to keep working there. And you know, that's like that's like where my daughter is basing her career is with U- Universal. That could change, but at this point in time, she's twenty one and already in a leadership role, so she's doing great there. Yeah. That's great, man. But anyway, that's all I have for the parks. All right. Well, let's get into our discussion, John, and uh, talk a little bit about parks outside of Orlando. And uh, just, uh, I, I mean, talking before the podcast, we were just saying that, you know, I mean, we're kind of going to identify our favorite park outside of Orlando, but that doesn't mean we don't have the freedom to talk a little bit about parks that, you know, other parks that we like and just briefly cover them. But really the main thing is our favorite park outside of Orlando and right there is yours, right, John? Yeah, I'd have to say, and this is the uh, Christmas town map and I've never been there for Christmas, but um Bush Gardens Williamsburg was always a favorite of mine. When I lived in Pennsylvania, we would try to go there at least once a year and it kind of went along with Disney. It was a lot shorter of a trip. It was like an 8-hour drive instead of a, you know, 18-hour drive, so much closer. Mm-hmm. But we'd always try to go in the spring and I always remember riding the uh the tram into the park on a crisp cool mornings and you know the the entryway was just beautiful has like a a stream that comes down and i i always remember the park was voted for many years in a row the most beautiful park in the country and that includes the disney parks like they they beat them even in that they would brag about that a lot but yeah it was always a favorite of mine and again it's coaster it's heavy on roller coasters but when I went there, there were a lot of uh, 3D rides, dark rides. They, it kind of went away over time. Like in Ireland, they had a, a ride where they would shrink you down. A witch would shrink you down and put you in a box. And the whole theater was the box and it would move around and this and that. Like it was a great story to it. And just they got rid of that and tried to make a ride that looked like Soren and it didn't go well. So mm. that's. But anyway, I always loved the park. I loved the look of it. Um, I used to love Dark Castle, which it looks like now it's going to be Dark Coaster, which an indoor roller coaster. So 
That's interesting. But when I was there, the Curse of Dark Castle was a brand new ride too. When I'm when my daughter was younger, when we would go there a lot, and uh, Verbolton too. Oh, that that still might be my favorite roller coaster. It has a drop sequence like Hagrid's. It goes in the dark, and uh, it, it's in the Forbidden Forest, and you can see eyes and hear whispers, and all of a sudden it just goes whoop, and you drop. And uh, it's such a cool effect, like that. It's like a building, but it's a building way up in the air because they do this like really high. So anyway, it's such a unique ride. But again, uh, I have I have a feeling the same company that made Hagrid's made this because they the technology, the feel, is very similar. You know, Hagrid's is going through the dark forest too, and, the, and this one's going through the forbidden forest. But this one was first, and it took the place of the Big Bad Wolf, which was a favorite, too. That was like a super classic ride. And when my daughter was a little kid, that, that was the first real coaster she really did. And she she loved that, too, you know. And, uh, it was just such a – it was intense, but it didn't go upside down. It was it, – the drop was big, but it wasn't too extreme. It was just the right amount of – thrill you know for a little kid especially but mm -hmm. anyway uh, what's the other one i really like there again I, i'm not a huge coaster guy but there was a coaster called griffin there too which yeah there it is that one we really like too 200 and foot and five foot drop and it's one that takes you over the edge and holds you like dangling like you're like right off and then straight down but it was so big that it felt it felt like it was in slow motion almost, you know, it's weird. But anyway, we, we, we had her painting done there already when she was a kid. Like the artist would paint you and Escape from Pompeii was an awesome dark ride slash flume ride where it looks like it's all burning up. Even the uh, the uh, standard log flume was very scary it felt like it was up high and just it, it, it was a very they have a lot of really unique rides there and like i said they're the loch ness monster which is one of the original coasters that one is awesome alpengeist i don't like it would hit me in the ears and the things and drive me nuts but overall just a really cool house it's or not house a really cool park themed after uh, uh, Europe, a lot of it, you know, like they have different countries in Europe and stuff. And like uh, Verbolten is in Germany. They have, we used to always eat at the Fest House there where they have not real German, but German-ish food. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's still a theme park, but, uh, right. you know, it was uh, just a really great place. And I, I actually miss going there. I, I would love to go back there again because there's still enough there that I like it a lot. Um, there's a lot of things missing from when I was, you know, when my daughter was younger that like Ireland was one of our favorite parts there because of the rides and the food and everything. And they changed it up so much that it became a place we just walked through after a while. But so it's not a perfect park, but when I couldn't go to Disney, that would be that would be my uh, second choice that we really enjoyed from Pennsylvania. 
I, I can't believe all the roller coasters they had. I never realized they had that many. Oh, I only mentioned this, a few of them. Even this Apollo, we always love that one too. You sit on it and it's like you're sitting up high on like a seat. Like you're, you feel like you're sitting up too high on this coaster. And yeah, the, and it was most mostly just drops and drops and, and, and gliding and just, that was a good one too. It wasn't so extreme that you'd black out or anything, but it was enough to really enjoy. So, mm -hmm. and I really would love to try. The, I can see they're using the same building for uh, the dark coaster. So it's a it's a all indoor straddle coaster. It's a, man, that's I might have to go back for that. Yeah, that I've been looks really cool. The Dark Castle was such a good theme. I'm glad they, they kept it to a point. Yeah, that's really cool. But yeah, besides that, I don't have... Uh, I, I've got a few honorable mentions. Like uh, uh, you and I both, you're, you're, you're very close to it, but I used to be close to Hershey Park. Yep. That was always great. I loved the Chocolate Factory and... You know, the Great Bear was a great coaster, and it was always fun. Uh, one of my favorite things about Hershey Park was the handmade kettle corn. They had these giant cauldrons, and they literally would have fire under them, and they would have these big wooden sticks, and to get freshly made hot kettle corn was just, I, I, I'm not a huge popcorn fan, but that stuff was unbelievable. Unfortunately, now when I met you there a couple of years ago, we walked over. They had a kettle corn store, and it didn't look anything like what I remember. You know, I remember there was a bunch of guys working hard, sweating over the thing, making it. Now it was like a new building that says they're selling kettle corn there. I was like, oh no, I hope that's not their. They they, they may have gotten rid, rid of it, but. But I always liked the uh, the animals there too. That Zoo America or whatever it was was mm -hmm. connected to it, and mm -hmm. you know, just the memories of things like that. Just a really cool, really cool park. Yeah, and you can see, uh, you know, I have the map up on our screen. But um, you're right, the uh, Zoo America. They also have a water park there now, um, which they've had for a long time. But uh, the it's kind of um, a weird disjointed layout just because of the way the park began and how they had to put everything in that space. But I've always liked that park and it, it was a traditional park for us when we were kids, you know, when my family, you know, growing up, um, that was kind of our home park. Um, we were closest to that park than any other one. It's not my favorite park, in you know the, it's not my selection for this show but it's up there and uh it's definitely uh i'd say top two or three outside of you know the orlando parks um you know they have the christmas candy lane going on they do a big light show that um is off site a little bit and across the road um you know for christmas uh season they yeah i've uh, actually been to that too. have you been to, yeah sweet lights drive through, it, right yep they call it sweet lights I've, hershey yep, sweet I've lights been there. um i've been to that uh i've also been to this event um years ago and their pass holder benefits are really good 
um, for Hershey Park. So I really like uh, I like Hershey Park. I can tell you that when our Disney Park or our Disney uh, annual pass expires, if we choose not to renew it, we will probably um, we we talked about maybe doing a Hershey Park um, annual pass for the whole family. Um, just because they never be able to get a Disney one again is the only problem. Well, you know, I, that's how they get you now. You're like, do I really need it? I could skip a year or two. It's like, well, then you may never get it again. It's like, oh. That would that would be horrible because then that would put me right about the time that Epic Universe opens up. And when everyone yeah, else yeah. is expiring and choosing to go to Epic Universe, you know, uh, you know, just saying <laughs> maybe a universal uh, thing would be in order. So I don't know. Let's see. Yeah, it's true. Look on the brain. But side. yeah. Yeah, but I mean Hershey Park, uh great great park. I I I like it a lot. Um and don't forget Chocolate World. Yeah, Chocolate World is the other thing. You're right, and it's completely free. And they now have kind of their own sort of uh semi version, uh very, very small version of like a downtown disney type environment mm -hmm. with a shopping area that they call chocolate town and again you can do all that outside the park so. oh yeah yeah that's a good thing to mention that if you're ever in the area including parking if you're just going the chocolate world you can park yeah. free the ride is free you get a free piece of chocolate i mean yeah. there's a lot of other stuff you'll probably end up spending money there i know i always yeah. do there's just yeah. It's hard not to buy something. They have the newest candy there and just it smells so good. They they get you. And Chocolate World is great. I mean, it's like a like a really cool I don't want to say it's right at the level of Disney or Universal, but it's close for Hershey yeah. as far as a dark ride and it's a themed dark ride, so it's fun. You know, but um, Yeah, yeah, it's definitely good. Although I, like everything else, I like the old one better, but Yeah. Me it's too. a common theme with me, apparently. So. Me too. Um, I did want to mention, just an honorable mention, um, I'd say maybe third on my list would be King's Dominion. Mm. And, uh, you know, I've never I really, been. Yeah, I, I mean, it is a, um, a Cedar Fair Park now, and uh, I really enjoy King's Dominion. It's I've, I've been there for the Halloween event um they and this is a many years ago when they i did the halloween event but um it was kind of ahead of its time with the halloween stuff uh, they they had houses like tents set up as like houses that you went through and um then they kind of piped in like smoke and stuff into the parks they used to be and they still are because it is cedar fair they had a lot of snoopy stuff um, at that time they had some Nickelodeon stuff, um, but they don't do that as much anymore. Uh, but you can, you can see, I mean, they have plenty of roller coasters there and some racing themed things and stuff like that. So it's, it's a legit park. I really like it. Um, and, uh, right there in the middle of Virginia, it's now from what I understand open all year round. So they don't close seasonally like they used to um so uh, that's a big advantage for them right now being in virginia so uh yeah i mean honorable mention for that but my number one park is um 
and I consider actually my home park. I'm not as close to it as I am Hershey, but it's more accessible for me with a big family. And that would be Knobles Grove. And I believe you've been to Knobles before, right, John? So I've only been there once and I thought it was spectacular. Yeah, it's it's nestled right in the middle of the mountains of central Pennsylvania coal region. It is uh, surrounded by woodland and it is kind of a rustic theme. Um, you hear people talking about it all the time. It's got great food. The prices are, are pretty cheap. It's got free parking. You don't have to pay to enter the park. It's a ticketed park. So to ride rides, you can either buy a wristband or you can uh, buy tickets individually for the ride, but or for rides, including the roller coasters. It, it's got four roller coasters. One is a uh, modern steel roller coaster um, called Impulse, which is really fun. Uh, it has a very old school, rustic, and very rarely open um, kind of bobsled uh, uh, roller coaster that has wheels on the bottom of it. It's really neat. It's called I Flying went on Turns. the bobsled one. That Did you? Cool, dude. That yeah, was so man. unique. Yeah, I remember thinking, how do they keep this from flying right off the track? But it didn't I, though and uh yeah that was that was a lot of fun like i said i've only been right there once too. yeah and i regretted not going more because one of the biggest things that got me was the food was so cheap it was like yeah, oh, you want is. a hot dog it was like oh that's a dollar it's like what a dollar dollar for it's like i was used to it, it felt so cheap compared to the other parks that i've been going yeah. to so it was just yeah, it is. and and you know i heard that cedar fair owns knobles no they don't they absolutely oh, right. don't knobles is actually owned by the knobles family believe oh, it or right. not so the i could have sworn i thought that they sold it but they they uh they they put a clause in to maintain control or something like you can never do something or other, but who knows though? This is, I, like I said, I've been there once, mm -hmm. Yeah. but, uh, uh, Oh, and my favorite ride there was the haunted house. That was oh, one of those yes. the haunted pretzel type rides. Those little, the, just the cart with the sharp turns and the pitch yep. dark and the noise. And, I thought that the effects in there were unbelievable because I had one of those at my local park was Bushkill Park when I was a kid. It's this teeny little old, old, old park. Yeah. And it had a, a haunted house like that there. But this one was a hundred times better. And again, the effects were so well done. I was like, yeah. I just I, I really want to go back and ride that again too. Like that was just something. Well, and and so that is and it's a good point because there's those kinds of rides there like they actually bought a ride right up here where i'm kind of moving my uh pointer around there and yeah. that's called black diamond and it was basically it was a, a haunted house type ride another type that came from a boardwalk somewhere and they refurbished it i don't know if it came from a boardwalk but specifically but it came from that type of environment and they refurbished it to be themed towards um the uh the burning town that's nearby you know and you know the coal the town um what what's the town called uh do you remember what it's called i can't remember the name of it now i'm yeah, terrible but, with names 
If I heard it, I would know it, but I did ride that ride too. And that was very impressive too. But that, that was new impressive because when I rode it, it was a fairly new ride. Like they just got it up and running. It was really good though. And again, the kind of ride that, that most places don't do, like it was theming, like real theming and not just, uh, you know, like, I feel like places like Six Flags do theming kind of like how we used to do Halloween costumes. Like, here's a picture of Superman's face. Throw it out front. It's like, oh, now it's a Superman coaster. It's like, it has nothing to do with them in any way. But it's like, I agree. Yeah. But this is real theming, like really well done theming. So, yeah. yeah, what the heck is the name of that town? I don't know. I'm trying to look it up right now because I can't believe, I mean, I live here and I can't. Centralia, it's Centralia. Centralia yeah. So Centralia is about 20 minutes away from the park, believe it or not. So it's very close to um, to the, it's, it's 20 minutes, a half an hour in there somewhere. But yeah, uh, it's based on that uh, particular ride or that, that event. And they've done a really great job with it. Um, it's really fun. Um, it's again, it's like an indoor kind of roller coaster. Not not quite. It's on a coaster track, but it's very slow. It's not. It's got one drop, and that's about it. But it, it is definitely a traditional haunted house type ride, but with really great effects. Um, it, they have a campground there. You can stay in the campground. You know they're. Um, uh, they they have old fashioned uh, one old fashioned skloosh ride like a like a water ride, um, and and they have really what has been ranked often as the top wooden roller coaster in the entire world, in the Phoenix, and that is right here where I'm circling uh, with the pointer. The Phoenix is always rated top five in the world as far as wooden roller coasters and. Um, Again, they call it Phoenix because it was sitting in another theme park that had shut down and they resurrected the thing, fixed it up and put it up. Knobles is known to do that. They are one of the big um, uh, companies that like not a big company, but one of the main companies that started the whole trend of um, refurbishing roller coasters or, or other rides and uh, and putting them in their park. Uh, another one, another legit wooden roller coaster down here is uh twister which twister is a very aggressive and very fast wooden roller coaster i i really enjoy all of those coasters they have a drop tower ride that they just put in not too long ago they even have a swimming pool john you can go swimming there if you so choose i remember seeing that too and that looked like a real swimming pool like it is it, it's huge it looked deep and huge i you know like i looked at it and i'm like this is one of those pools that kids used to drown in all the time, like a hundred yes. years ago. <laughs> that, that was my thought. Like, man, yeah. this is a scary looking pool. I wouldn't want to be the lifeguard here. Uh, they, and I totally agree. And I've never gone in there and I won't, but um, <laughs> they, they actually also have a gondola ride that goes up the mountain. And that I, did a live I went on stream. too. You yeah. did. I, I did a live stream on TikTok this past summer up there. Um, so yeah, it's, it's fun. Um, uh, they have uh, a lot of the traditional theme park rides other than that, but they're all themed more traditional, uh, like old school. And I just, I just love, I can't speak enough about the place. It floods regularly because there's actually yeah. a Creek that goes through the park and that Creek will flood regularly. They, they have markings for where, 
the water rose at different times um, when they have had floods. So um, that that's an interesting little thing as far as the uh, history of the park and all that. Uh, again, um, the food, they have an international food court. Um, and in central Pennsylvania, uh, we've, we had a lot of uh, German and Dutch immigrants, particularly, and, and Eastern European, Polish, um, particularly in the coal region. And uh, again, where this is situated. And um, they have a lot of those Polish, Eastern European, German themed foods. And uh, I love getting the potato pancakes and the, uh, the pierogies, you know, in this park. Mm-hmm. Um, again, very reasonably priced um they have other food courts all kinds of any kind of food you can imagine they have great ice cream you know just i was so happy with the food quality and price that i just i i remember saying that if i lived closer i'd go there just to eat and they don't charge you to get in no they don't that's just free to get in If, if you want to go on a ride you can buy a wristband or buy tickets yeah I still have a few tickets probably in my drawer here that I didn't quite use. Yeah, I, it's it's really cool because I think a lot of the locals um, go there for supper for dinner, you yeah, know, I in the evening. <laughs> so, and you can tell by looking at the map there that you know the closest town is a ways away. You know, I mean, and it's not too far, but I mean, it's really it takes about 10, 15 minutes to get from town to this area. So, um, but with that said, there's a lot of people that just will still make the drive to the park and, and eat at night. So well, people love to camp up there too. They do. Spend absolutely. Time, yeah, camp in the campground, uh, yeah. Knobles during the day. And again, the food is great. The atmosphere is great. They don't yeah. charge, you know, charge you unless you go on the rides. Right. The, the park layout is really non-traditional. I will say that it's just because, you know, again, much like Hershey, you start with a portion of the park and then you start spreading out from it. So it didn't get planned as well or laid out as well as, say, you know, Disney or Universal or anything. But this isn't trying to be Disney or Universal. This started as a local park in the middle of the mountains, you know, and it's just spread out as the one of the best parks in America. And it's not just me saying it. There's a lot of people. If you listen to like Coast Radio or you listen to any of the major like podcasts about theme parks, they're talking about Knobles at least, you know, once a month or so. So, you know, mentioning something about it. So Knobles for me, that's my local park. It's easy for me to get to. It's free. I can take my whole family. We don't all have to get on rides all the time. Um, and again, they have discounts when you buy, um, a wristband. Sometimes you can ride all day and there's a lot of, uh, cool things about Knobles. Um, but but just a really uh, quaint and and beautiful park. So. Yeah, honestly, I lived in Pennsylvania for so many years and didn't go there. That's, it really does make me sad because <clears throat> I went there like the year before I moved, and I remember thinking, I really wish I would have came here sooner. Because uh, and it, it wasn't close to me. It, it was a good number. It was at least what like two to three hours away from me because it's yeah. pretty far in there from because i was right on the edge of pennsylvania new jersey so i had yeah. 
I, it was a long drive, but again, I would have made that a yearly tradition, definitely. I look forward to it every year. So, yeah, for me, it's it's like a just under it's like an hour and twenty minutes, and uh, you know, I live in I live in the mountains, so I I live very close to Penn State, so for me, that's that's how you know I can get there, you know, a lot easier than what say you could coming from you know the the region you were in i don't live in coal country so it is a little bit of a different region but we're right on the border of it so i um i i really enjoy going to the park again i'm closer to hershey i've been to hershey i I went to hershey all the time as a kid my parents didn't take me to Knobles as much as a kid maybe a few times but since i've been an adult and have my own kids this is my my kids are so familiar with the park they know exactly like when when we're planning to go, they know what rides are going to get on. They start planning things out themselves. You know, they're ready to go. And my my wife works for the region's largest medical company, and they happen to be nearby. And this is where they do all their company events and stuff. So, you know, for the summer when they're, you know, giving park tickets and all that kind of stuff out. So we have the advantage, at least, of experiencing it that way, too. So, um yeah, it's uh, it's a great park, John, and that is my number one. So, uh, yeah, <clears throat> like I said, my number one was uh, was uh, Bush Gardens, but I did want to say, um, as an honorable mention, I grew up in uh, Pennsylvania on. Um, you know, right next to New Jersey. So I was uh, very close. My closest park was Dorney Park, which when I was a kid was really great and unique. Um, It had these rides like uh, Polar Express, Journey to the Center of the Earth, which was a water ride slash dark ride, but completely custom. Like people made this up out of thin air. There was no IP. There was just, you can tell it was people made it up like, you know, 70 years ago or something just like (laughs) i don't know this is where we'll put the monsters and what should the monsters look like well we'll just make it up again four arms and uh, crazy eyes and it's like they literally made these rides up but journey to the center of the earth when i was a kid really stuck in my head is an awesome ride they had uh uh pirate haunted house type ride called bucket of blood it was like (laughs) It was very unique, and uh-huh. and again, it was a really cool place. But Cedar Fair ended up buying it, and uh, Journey to the Center of the Earth caught on fire, so that disappeared. Um, <laughs> Jeez. Um, and and all the uh, unique rides closed over time. So, you know, when my daughter was younger, it was more modernized but everything was replaced with kind of off-the-shelf rides and even now it's got some good coasters but nothing that i like that much i i honestly i would live uh, about 30 minutes away from it in pennsylvania and for the past like five years or so that i lived there we might go like once a year usually around halloween and in, and in contrast, we'd go to Disney World two to three times a year, and we'd go to Bush Gardens at least once a year, and the park right next to us, we just kind of stopped going. But it was 
a good ride, you know, at the time, or a good park, you know, a long time ago. But anyway, that's my other park. And I was going to mention, too, I used to like SeaWorld, but the last couple times I went, I just didn't. I don't know. It didn't do anything for me anymore. I still like that journey to Atlantis or whatever that ride is. Mm -hmm. That's pretty cool, but it seems to be closed a lot. And yeah. uh, I actually bought passes for SeaWorld slash Busch Gardens Tampa. And I, I, I went once, I think. And when you have Universal and Disney passes and there's constantly stuff going on there, it's just distracting, you know. Yeah, did they do a Halloween event at Dorney Park, like an actual event of? Some they time? they did. I think they call it Hall Scream, and oh, that was actually yeah, okay. that wasn't terrible. I don't remember them doing. No, no, they did do houses too. My last year year there, we went through the houses, but this is before I did Halloween Horror Nights at Universal. But right. in my memory, it was pretty darn good. The scare zones were good. The houses mm -hmm. were good. So it was a great time, and. They also have a little train that goes around. Um, I'm not sure where, where it is on this map, but there's a little train area that goes around, and they would do a haunted train where people would jump up and they'd be around the train, yeah. and that, that was really Almost wild. like a hayride, but on a train, right? Yeah. That's neat. Um, I, I know uh, Hershey park did the uh did the whole scare zone and houses this year for the first time and my understanding is they're going to get deeper and deeper into that because you know it's it's what people do now yeah um, yeah that, you know. i was impressed with how well dorney park did halloween so mm -hmm. i i have to admit if i lived up there i'd still probably go at least once for halloween but mm -hmm. overall though it just got to be one of those places that was difficult to get in difficult to get out every ride was just a long tedious line and you know to to wait a long time to get on a coaster so then you feel sick from the coaster and i'm like it was just a weird cycle that i didn't enjoy it as much when my daughter was younger we had annual passes and we went often and it just uh I don't know. It changed over time. It got to the point, like I said, where we would rather drive a thousand miles to Disney than go to our local park. But I should have just moved to deeper in the PA. I could have went to Knobles. You could have. You would have liked it. And you would have been close to both that and Hershey Park. And yeah, it, it probably wouldn't have been too much of a drive to uh, drive out towards Pittsburgh and go to Kennywood, you know, which I've yeah. never been yet. But I hear it's great. I, I remember Dorney Park when they came out, and I don't remember if it was Hydra or if it was Steel Force. When they came out with one of those rides, it was really innovative and just wow. a big deal. Steel Force was a big deal because of how high it was. I think Maybe that was it. Was the, like the, the lift hill was so high. But the funny thing is it used to break down quite often, almost at the top. <laughs> I remember my wife looking up saying, I don't know what I would do if we ever got stuck at that particular part. I don't think I could get out. It's like you're 200 feet in the air. And it's like get out of the climb out onto these see-through metal stairs, you know. I would I I didn't I didn't really care about it, but it's uh 
it's uh, I, I that's probably the one because Hydra's all right. That that it just started. That one is a newer coaster, but it starts out and it goes real slow upside down. Huh. I always hated that because I feel like oh now we're gonna test the restraints by just holding you upside down. So yeah. if you fall out, you know they're broken. So. I'd like well, the restraints to be there just in case, not to hold right. me in the seat while you pur pur purposefully have me hanging upside down. You know, I like yeah. it just in case. You know, not, not every trip. Well, Dorney Park, I think it's close to Allentown, right? That's where yep. it's at. Yeah, and I remember that because there was a uh, bus station at a diner nearby, and that's the we used to take that bus into New York City quite often. So. That's and I remember I, I never went to Dorney Park, but I remember seeing the park there. So very, very yeah. cool. Yeah. I, yeah. I will say um Knobles also does uh kind of slight Christmas and Halloween events, but um nothing like these parks do. So all right, John. Yeah, so well I, I guess that's about it. And again, yeah. this was our favorite parks outside of disney and universal right and and there's a lot of parks out there that people enjoy silver dollar city dollywood i've never been I've never, to most I, of them <laughs> i haven't been to any of them i i would like to make it out to uh, some of these parks someday particularly dollywood and uh, i would really like to go to oh, yeah, um, what's what's the see i'd like to go to cedar um cedar point cedar yeah cedar point cedar fair Something like that, the one in Ohio. Cedar Point, right? the, the one in Ohio, one. Cedar Point, and then I'd also I heard like that to get. One's great. Well, I'd I'd also like to get to the one out in California that's near Disneyland um, that Cedar Fair owns. And yeah. again, I forget what that one was called, but uh, I would really like that's the one that inspired, partially inspired Walt to build Disneyland. So. I was going to say, though, I should have meant, mentioned it. I've only been there once, and my memory is fading of it, so I didn't bring it up, but Dollywood is quite the park. It is very yeah. original. There are, like, when she does stuff, she they come up with their own ideas and stuff. So, again, it's original. It's a beautiful area. The food is great. It Again, it feels like you're in the woods up in the mountains somewhere, so... Very, very unique park. I would definitely recommend Dollywood to anybody if you're anywhere near it. That's If I went there more, that could have easily been my top outside of Disney and Universal Park, easily, if I've yeah. been there more. But Well, I definitely want to make it there sometime just because of exactly what you said, how unique it is and the unique IP that, they're, that they run there, you know, and... Um, uh, yeah, someday, someday I'm gonna make it there. I have family that doesn't live too far away, so I know I'm gonna make it there at some point. But... All right, John, how did your social media go for the week? Well, it's going. Uh, it it's still a similar pattern to what it's been doing for a while. I've got a hundred six thousand followers on my Universal account. Um, let me see. My my biggest recent one is probably this one at fifty six thousand views. 
and and again, this one it it's just not doing what it used to do. As far as views go, it really uh, it really went down a lot. But again, things go in cycles. I'm sure Instagram's doing ridiculous things behind the scenes. Um, another reason competition, like everybody in the world is trying to do videos that are better than mine. So some of them will succeed, I'm sure, which kind of pushes mine down. So I recommend you all give up. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Sound advice. It's sound advice. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go back to the emperor. Yeah. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> <laughs> so on this one, on, on my Disney account, CWDW on Instagram, I'm up to 107,000. Oh, look, they showed the exact number. 107,447. Hmm. So, you know, I'm slowly getting to the next thousand. And again, I do appreciate that because I've seen people that I follow that have been at the same number, they're not going up any thousand. So I'm slowly getting up there. Um, some people I've even seen go backwards. That, mm -hmm. So again, I, I, I wish I was growing quicker, but the fact that I'm growing at all is quite the struggle. But I did want to mention my top video as usual is not mine. Um, this one here is uh, the Disney pilot uh, collabed with me. It's up to 106,000 views so far. Wow. And again, you know, I do appreciate that he does that. It makes me look better. I can tell you that. It doesn't do anything for me. I don't think it even shows on my reach. It doesn't give me anything for bonus. And But it makes me look cool, though, that, you know, he's sharing that on my page too. So it uh, looks fantastic, though. Yeah, it makes me look more important than I am. It's like, oh, <laughs> the Disney pilot always shares to my page. It's like I just asked him one day to consult to 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 uh, collaborate. I said, mm -hmm. if, if I, I said, if you ever want to collaborate, I'll I'd be happy to. It'll help you know get you out there to grow better. And then he sends me every single post he does now. <laughs> That's not what I meant, but I'm happy to do it. It's like because you know I I can't get those pictures or videos. So yeah, he does some pretty can't cool hurt. stuff. That's that's cool stuff. So, but yeah, I was gonna say the other one that I that uh, it's actually doing good. I wanted to mention. I said before how the one video that I did it it did like three or four times better on TikTok than it did. Well, now this is up to 106,000 and 106,000 uh, views. So, you know, it, it's not, it's it's like a little over double TikTok now. I'm at 240,000 views on TikTok and 100. But I was surprised at the 106,000 views because it kind of stalled out around like 40 or 50 or mo most of them do. Yeah. So I was like, oh, good. At least it's not a complete dud. But overall, though, Instagram doesn't like me a lot, but they still like me better than some people. So I got to take what I can get. And uh, 
you know, I, for example, I've I've got a Facebook account that they a page that they did and they monetized it for my universal. I only have 1500 followers. Every single thing I post on there gets 197 views and stops dead. And it's like, it's the most controlled thing I've ever seen. So the Facebook Mm. that they're doing is such a mess. And uh, I mentioned it last week. If I share my Instagram to Facebook, it can get millions of views. If I post it to Facebook, it's going to get 197 and die. So it's just completely weirdly controlled to the point where I don't even care. They, they're sending me messages saying your, your reach has decreased. Maybe you should do this and that. Uh, my thought is maybe you should go F yourself because <laughs> you're, 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 you're controlling it to the point of, I don't even care. It's like, we're, we're playing this weird game where uh, AI is telling me, maybe you should post more. Maybe you, you, and it's like 197. I don't care. It's like, no, I don't, I don't believe you because it's so controlled. I don't believe any of it. So I'm just don't. Yeah. I don't but anyway, TikTok is at 75,700. I like that 757. It's cool. Um, I, it died down a lot. Like I'm, you know, I was slowly growing for like a week or so. Then this video took over a day to break a thousand. So I thought I was going back to the hundreds for a while, but it did break a thousand now. But again, I've got, you know, it's it's slowed down again. But overall, TikTok is like that. I don't have super exciting videos to post every darn day so uh, it's either i post nothing or you're going to get santa claus occasionally it's not you know your adrenaline's not going to be pumping watching santa claus or spaceship earth or something but hopefully uh hopefully i continue the slow grow on there yeah, it's it's the comedy and the you know all that kind of stuff that seems to be the big stuff nowadays. You know, well, I tried to be funny, but nobody cared. On the uh, I did the uh, this one here is the the uh, credit card one mm-hmm. that that we talked about. I actually did credit card yet. When they call, I tell them I can't pay it back yet. So anyway, I did that one and thought maybe it would get some traction because it's funny, you know. I've you know I've seen people do similar ones, but it did average at best. It was like yeah, this it was uh, like twenty three thousand. It's like average to below nothing. Didn't really. I don't know. I think half the people didn't even know. There, I, I was getting comments like, I'll be there next week. I don't, I don't even think they ever listened to what it said. They just figured it was a real. They were like, oh, yeah, yeah that's nice. It's a, so I don't know. Some people watch this stuff with it turned down anyway, so you know what I mean. Well, I was going to run the uh, captioning on it. Yeah. It it, it, it it missed the whole first part for some reason. I know. I the caption some, sometimes didn't work. Just doesn't work well on on Instagram or on uh, TikTok. Sometimes I don't I don't understand what the deal is, but I know what you mean. I know what you're running into there. 
Yeah, and for full disclosure, so far this month, I'm up to $297 on my Disney account mm -hmm. and $279 on my Universal account. Yeah, so not bad. That's yeah. not bad. I'm not, you know, I've heard of people getting cut back to, you know, making a hundred bucks in a month. So I'm, I'm already just about at 600. So, uh, I know I don't want to keep saying it's not too bad. It's not too bad. Right down to nothing. <laughs> I might be saying that I'll be down to $12. I'll be like, well, it could be 10. At least it's 12. <laughs> yeah. So. But we'll see. Oh, I also bought a new gimbal when I was at the store. Or when I was at Hollywood Studios, I couldn't get my pocket gimbal to work. Mm -hmm. So I bought an, a DJI Osmo Mobile 6. Okay, you got six. I have five. I, yeah. I, I'm anxious six to see what. Out. Yeah. It's well, it's supposedly the same. Yeah. It's supposedly basically the same thing, same software and stuff. It it can handle a little bit heavier of a phone. Um, but I want to try some of those hyperlapse things you can do with them because I was thinking, yeah. like, and even though you're not supposed to use the uh, extension inside the parks, I was thinking about going up, like, say, walking up to the Swan and Dolphin make it go close to the ground and walk towards and then it'll end up right at the big fish fountain like coming at you like the hyper sure. right at it yeah that's oh the, yeah there it is that's the five. i was gonna get the five but then i i was like well the six just came out and i just wanted to know what the difference was and it just seems to be it says it's a little bit more stable mm -hmm. just a little and it can handle a little bit heavier of a phone mm -hmm. so i'm like i'll just get the newer one then have you tried it at all yet no okay no. I'm, I'm anxious to see how you like the magnet yeah the magnet seems like it'd be great it seems like it'll just pop right on there nice yeah so yeah i i am gonna go i think i have i think i did epcot again this weekend because that's what i always do but i uh you know, I've, if I can get it working, I'm excited to uh, try it. Now, if I do that extension anywhere, though, too, I think as long as I'm careful with it, they, they, Disney doesn't force rules either. Like, they, no. they say no selfie sticks, and yet people are all over the place with selfie sticks. And they, they're, they're not, the, they just look away like, ah. The only time I've ever seen them give anyone trouble with with anything like that was at the entrance of the park. Once you're in the park, I've never seen them. And the other thing is, if you're sitting down for shows or if you're, you know, watching fireworks or something, you're on Main Street and you extend well, that thing, they may, maybe, you know. Yeah, well, when they when they see it like this, yes, they're not going to say yeah. And and I don't even exactly. have to use the I don't even have to use the extension because even if they yelled at me about it, I can easily bend down and do a do sweeping shots yeah. anyway. I'm I'm capable of, of doing that. It's not a big deal. This right. would make my life a little bit easier to uh, yeah. extend and it a little bit. But. That that thing's gonna change your life a little bit with that selfie stick though, because I think you'll find a lot of awesome shots and. 
I, I really like using it when you're around the Seven Doors Mine Train and you can extend that and get it away from the trash cans and the fences and stuff. You know, that's that's really where I used it most. But, you know, I only used it just that one trip in the park. So It does look impressive, though. It is. And D- nice. DGI is the one who makes the really good drone technology. Yeah. So yeah. that gives me that, uh, you know, I, I, I uh, my one friend sent me a thing about the king of hyperlapses or something yeah i'm, I'm, I'm yeah. like what is a hyperlapse well now i know that's awesome it's like the the going yeah. at things and then it's like super stable and goes right at and then it's like that looks really awesome and then i thought to myself i could do that all over disney at the most mm-hmm. random stuff too i can be like hyperlapse right to just random thing or spaceship earth or random statue or mickey whatever thing mm. figment statue anything just hyperlapse right at it it's like oh look and here's a journey into imagination sign it's like yeah it would look cool you know anything yeah. would look cool you'd make a because they were showing tutorials on it like mm-hmm. going up to a tree i'm like it looked really cool it's like i can go up to crap all over disney world and it'll yeah. look awesome so maybe well, you, i'll start doing that i'm gonna you, be the king of disney hyperlapse videos well you play um when you play around with the software that they give you that's really uh that's going to be fun for you i think so yeah that's what i'm going to do this weekend i'm going to try to uh i'm sure i'll mess it up for a while but when i get it i'm i'm hoping that'll be that could be something i need a new when when it comes to social media stuff i feel like you always got to keep up in your game yeah, and yeah. this could be my next level of uh, upping my game and i'm gonna have this for the for the uh christmas party to the end of the month so i don't care who's in front of me i'll i'm gonna extend that damn thing up and get my videos yeah, just put it on your shoulders it'll be like putting a kid on your shoulders <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll cut out a little. Okay, so. I'll, I'll, I'll make a little kid cut out or bring a doll <laughs> in. I'll just set it up there. The thing. Don't true. worry about it. It'll be my Halloween Christmas costume. There you go. <laughs> put put a one of those. Um, uh, what is it called? The the that horror movie with the the little doll. You know the our oh, guys Chucky, yeah. or Chucky. Yeah, the Chucky guy. You know, put that on good guys. That's what. It, get yeah, a good Chucky's guy's doll getting, and. Chucky's yeah. getting his own house this year. That's hope, this is the earliest so. they ever announced a house at Horror Nights before. They said Chucky's getting a whole house. Oh, thank goodness! I can't. That's wait. a good one, though. I that do. That's a good that, one. I'm sure that'll be really creepy. Chucky uh, is going to be everywhere, and they're. I'm going to love you. that. I, I, I think you know. I well, we won't get into it too much, but I could see them like in the Chupacabra house where they had the. You know the puppets and stuff coming out of the wall. I I could see them doing something like that. So. Very cool. All right, John, where can they find you online? You can find me at c dot Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, c on YouTube, c on Instagram and Facebook. And you can find me at the giant rat T H E E giant rat on Instagram and on TikTok, and that should do it for this week. We will see you on the next one.